Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. Marco Flalo in Montreal, Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles. Follow along with us, Mitchell, on our social media platforms. Uh, Twitter.com, Twitter uh, <laughs> at your tech report, <laughs> Facebook.com slash your tech report. And of course, our website, your where you can find links to our YouTube channel and all our fun stuff we're doing there. Don't forget giveaways. All that fun stuff is there. Mitchell. Yes. Talk to me. There's a world out there, a world that is unknown to us, uh, and this world is this emoji world. You know, if I oh, wait, see first the- of all, let me jump. No, no, first of all, that the world is an unknown to us. My my whole family's obsessed with emojis. I have to tell you that right now, obsessed with them. My wife was complaining they don't make specific ones that that she wants to use. So I'm very familiar with emojis. But go on. Okay, so so this world of emojis is. Uh, until recently, I didn't realize that people are actually uh, not only making emojis, but people are making money off emojis. And that kinda, I did not know. I know. So to, to dive into this topic, okay, we have someone special on the phone. Dana Loberg is the CEO of a company called Moji Lala. Dana, welcome to your tech report. Tell us, what on earth does Moji Lala do? Yes. So we are a platform and a marketplace for artists to get distribution of all their stickers and emojis across chat apps and keyboards um, that exist in the, in the mobile space. Now, this to so, me seems like an incredible opportunity at, at a perfect time. Like, I mean, there's so many companies that kind of pop up when you almost feel like it's a bit too late in the game in terms of trying to monetize something or give people access to something they didn't have before. But you guys are filling a need that's fairly present, correct? Yes. Like, there's a consumer need to get more variety um, and newer and real-time emojis that they can use for communication with their friends. And also the chat apps and keyboards are also looking for new emerging artists and emojis that they can build more engagement on their platform. So it's like a perfect combination in time for us to be building Mojilala. Well, Dana, talk a little bit, uh, let our audience know a little bit. uh, We talk about the exclusivity element of this. Talk about some of the celebrities that actually have their own exclusive emojis that are monetizing this. Oh, well, I mean, we've all seen like Justin Bieber and the Kardashian family um, and obviously the Warriors. um, Curry was the one who came out. There's been a lot of celebrities that have been leveraging their fan base and building keyboards in their own emoji app. But there's also a ton of other artists, like real visual artists and graphic designers and studios out there that also are building their own stickers and sticker packs. Um, so it's actually becoming much more broader than just celebrities building their uh, their own exclusive keyboard and, and emoji packages. Dana, how, how long has your company exi- been in existence? We're actually pretty stealth right now. We're, we're pretty new. We've only been working on this for like six months. And we're officially launching in a few weeks. This is a very cool because, I mean, the, for example, the App Store for stickers is something that's so relatively new when it comes to iMessage on iOS devices. Um, how does a store and a platform like that impact the way that artists are marketing their work? I think it's massive. I, as soon as we heard that iOS 10 was coming and Apple was opening up the sticker marketplace, we were super excited because this is the right time to start helping artists um, get better distribution of their stickers in the iPhone. 
So immediately we started to build the technology to allow artists to upload their stickers on our platform, and then we automatically generate a sticker pack for them in the iMessage store, which builds them, gives them awareness and distribution that they're looking for, um, and we're able to help them with the technology part, which is pretty difficult for a lot of artists um, who aren't necessarily technical but really want to get their stickers out there and kind of build a brand for their, for their skills. You know, you, you just yeah, you, you, I had this question all lined up, and you just already answered it. But you know, we talk about a lot of things that Mark and I talk about are barrier to entry and making things easier on the back end. But it seems like you've streamlined the process uh, from beginning to end. If an artist comes to you and says, "Okay, here's what I want. I want to get this emoji out there. Here's my idea," you've made the process pretty easy, and I think that's where the real win is going to come. Because the the more you facilitate this, the more people that are going to come in and create with you guys. Correct. Yeah, like the idea was, I'm actually an artist in my background, and I wanted to make it as easy and simple as possible for an artist to upload their sticker pack, and then we do all the back-end technology, plus all the partnerships um, for better distribution beyond just the iMessage. So uh, this is kind of like a one-stop shop where, like, if anyone wants global distribution of their stickers, they come to Mojilala, they upload, and then we help facilitate that distribution across the, the chat app for them. And then when emojis kind of first launched in the market, I think it was really primarily over overseas in Japan. When that's come over to North America, how, how big of an industry is this dollar-wise? So it, it's actually, well, now that you've brought up Japan, um, there's one particular <laughs> chat app that's lying. It's, a, it's the biggest chat app in Japan. And their marketplace is creating $300 million a year. Oh, my just God. selling digital stickers. <laughs> so, so, on, so, so in North America, we're talking about billions of dollars in terms of in, in industry size. Yes. Yeah. Potentially. It's still relatively new. Like, it's still very hot and trendy. And I would say it started in, like, the early 2016 as far as it coming to America and the adoption rate for the, you know, visual communication and chat apps. But I think it's only going to grow, and I think it could be in, like, the billions. Um eventually. Well, you know, of course, now my, my head is swimming with all these different ideas and possibilities. So someone comes to your company, you guys create and help them do the back end of their exclusive emojis. You help them on the marketing side and all this. Uh, how does that translate to the merchandising side? The only reason I'm asking that is because now, you know, emojis have become such a big merchandising platform with plushies, with stuffed toys, all these different stuff that's going on. Are they covered with you guys in that way as well? Or is that a totally different business model? That's a little bit <laughs> separate and different. I think maybe eventually if we realize, like, oh, my God, like, people are following certain artists, there's a celebrityism to each, you know, like, the high-caliber emoji artist. And then eventually, like, line, we can maybe potentially start building out, you know, the e-commerce bit when it comes to uh, the merchandising. But it's not right now in our roadmap. I think it will take a little bit more time to develop that kind of fan base for the emoji artist in the U.S. before we start thinking about that. When it comes down to communication and it's kind of core, how do you feel, I know this is kind of a broad question, but how do you feel the use of emojis is changing the way that we're actually communicating? Is it, is it dumbing things down? Are we losing something here? Is it like when, when people compare it to you know kids who will not know how to type a letter or write a letter, sorry, by hand anymore? It's just the way that we're evolving. I don't think, I don't think it has to be looked at as like, are we getting super good for sending hieroglyphics to each other or are we getting smarter? I think it's just, our lives are getting busier and faster and everything is in your phone. And so if something is easier and faster to send to communicate, we'll do it. So okay. I think emojis is just part of that. 
Yeah, you know, as I, I, I apologize for interrupting. I didn't mean to interrupt you, uh, Dana. Uh, and if you just joined us, we're talking to Dana Loberg. She's the CEO of Moji Lala. We're talking about the monetization and marketing of emojis for both celebrities and artists. And it's really, as you and Mark have both been talking about, and I've been chiming in as well, this is such a new market, but such a, a vibrant market because people, as I told you, my family is hungry for this stuff. And everyone has always wanted to know what the next cool emoji is that they can embed in their keyboard for communications. And Mark, to answer your question from my end, of course, the possibility is, is always there, you know, where as a society, people are not typing. So, but I look at it as a way to enhance communication, a way to add a little fun and add a little flavor. And Dana, I, now you kind of got me thinking about wanting to do my own emoji because I got to tell you, the idea of like a guy with a bad stomach having lunch with his <laughs> friends, that would make a great emoji. Like a guy grabbing his stomach surrounded by his friends on a great meal. I, I really kind of want to start doing something for myself now. Yeah, no, I think like I've been talking to a lot of different types of people here in Silicon Valley and everyone's been telling me like I want my own emoji I want my own package <laughs> and it's been really popular amongst everybody it doesn't have to be just businesses and celebrities I think it could be like much bigger as far as everyone wanting their own individual package to represent them now, we don't need to go into actual details, but I'm assuming that anybody who comes to Moji Lala, there's going to be some kind of revenue share set up. So is there any upfront cost or you guys do a lot of a lot of the, the work ahead of time? Yeah, I mean, we do have, if we have like a brand or a company that comes to us wanting your Moji tag, we run a contest on our platform and we split the revenue with the artist. Or we also can hand select the artist that matches with the design or the idea that the company wants. And then we, can, we go from there, but... It's not super expensive. It's pretty affordable. Um, and But yeah, like we do need to pay our artists. This is a business, and we want them to be paid for their work. So um, we don't do it for free. It's a packages or grants. Understood. Uh, listen, we have a lot of creative people who, of course, listen to our show and uh, check us out on the web, and I'm sure are going to, you know, imagination is going to get sparked kind of just like Mitchell's and mine is now, are now. Dana, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We, we, we definitely want to keep in touch because we want to see how this evolves over time. I want to make sure that we're still talking verbally as opposed to having an interview emoji <laughs> style. Okay, great. We can do that. Follow along with us on Twitter. It is at Your Tech Report. Send us an emoji, will you? Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report. And of course, YouTube.com slash Your Tech Report online. Back in a moment. Your Tech Report will be right back. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. 